Wild women, welcome. This is the Femme Podcast. If you're new around here, I'm Jack, one half of the Femme Duo. Before you dive into today's episode, I want to give you a heads up. The Femme Podcast is on season number two. You're about to listen to an episode from season one, which was the Spiritual Smackdown podcast where we invited women to rise from rock bottom. So season one is all about the Spiritual Smackdown. Season two is all about rising from greatness to greatness. More on top of more on top of more. It's where we tap into everything your woman desires. The money, the sex, the wealth, the power, the pussy desires. Start here and then come join us for season two. We're waiting. It's like a little tap on the butt or a huge womp on the booty. A spiritual smackdown is the universe's way of saying, hey, you, it's time for a change. It's time to listen to your intuition. You know, that little voice you've been ignoring. It's time for something bigger, something miraculous. But before you get to experience those highs, you gotta shift through the lows. Oh, those lows. And those often start at rock bottom. Hey, I'm Rob. And I'm Jack. We're best friends and business partners. We life together, work together, play together, and somehow we ended up here. With a community of thousands of badass, beautiful women who want more from life than staying surface level. Welcome to the Spiritual Smackdown Podcast. This is for the wild woman ready to rise. The woman ready to up-level her game in soul-driven business and elevate to the next level of her being. This podcast is going to connect you with women who are out in the world having a massive impact. This podcast is going to call on your truth. This podcast is going to initiate massive breakthroughs in your life and business to bust through the limits that are keeping you stuck exactly where you are right now. We're going deeper than surface level. We're going to the depths of healing to trigger your revolution. We're tapping into the struggles of growing and operating six-figure businesses, being totally broke and then rising to riches. We're diving into the spiritual growth, getting clear on what you want, learning how to ask for it, owning your worth, gaining confidence, and becoming a total queen of pleasure to raise your vibe and magnetize your reality. We're teaching you how to get strategically aligned in your business and challenging you to strip your business of all the weighted shoulds. And then we're going to watch your bank account start growing with more ease than ever before. So welcome to this space, a space for you to finally understand and celebrate that where you are right now is the perfect place to rise. So go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes, fill your cup with coffee or wine, and come get real with us as we spit our truth and get ready to rise. Hi guys, welcome back to the Spiritual Smackdown podcast for the wild woman ready to rise. Today we are talking about a topic that hits home to a lot of people. We're talking about what to do when things just aren't going your way, when life is throwing you lemons and you're like, oh my God, Robin Jack, I'm trying to stay high vibe. I'm trying to do the damn thing. I'm trying to stay in flow, but what is happening? I don't know what to do. So here we are. We're going to give you the tips and tricks we use personally to stay in an elevated energy, to stay magnetizing for high five things, and to just stay feeling good. And I feel like this is a conversation that keeps coming up for me with our one-to-one clients is they're like, okay, I'm in the vibes. I'm in this place of being in trust and having faith. But then what happens when things like aren't flowing in? What happens when things aren't flowing in when it doesn't feel easy to keep that faith? 
to like hold that energy to stay the journey. And this is the thing about trust or faith or whatever you want to call it. It's really easy to trust in your process. It's so easy to trust the journey when things are going your way. You know, when you're making all the money in your business, when you're booking new clients, when your marriage is going well, when your kids are acting good, when you have trips on the horizon, like when life is looking good, it's so easy to trust the timing of your life. It's so easy to be like, yeah, I I have faith in everything good. And then as soon as the smackdown comes, it's like, oh, well, what happened? You get impatient. You get furious with the outcome. You get frustrated with your lack of enoughness or the lack of results you're achieving. And this is when the universe is really calling on you to be like, oh, yeah, remember all that trust you said you had? Where is it now? Yeah. And I feel like this has been a huge lesson for me is having that faith for me is really being not attached to that outcome, knowing that it might not look exactly like what I want it to look like. It's probably not going to be on my own timeline. And I think this is where energy often leaks. This is where we get caught up when we're like, okay, but like, I'm going to have faith that this thing I desire is like right here and it's going to happen this way and it's going to happen how I want it. It's going to look this way. And for me, really having that faith is when you're in this place of surrender, when you're like, totally sinking into this place of letting the magic come in, realizing that it doesn't get to be on your timeline, realizing that it's likely not going to look the way you think it's going to look. And isn't that so funny because we just had a client talk about this this morning that she has all of these massive desires for her income, for her business, for her lifestyle. And yet the minute she lets these desires kind of take over. And the minute she really tries to step in and to lean into that place of anchoring into her desire realm, she gets really stuck in the how. Like, yeah, but how am I going to make that happen? How am I going to do that? And do you want to share what you said to this client? Because I felt like your answer was really super captivating and helpful. Yeah. Instantly when I hear that word, how, I know that the word how is based in a lack energy. It's based in the, I don't actually truly at the core believe this is possible because I'm still trying to figure it out for myself. I'm still trying to like put all those puzzle pieces together and I'm not allowing it to unfold. And I think allowing is a huge part of this process when we're talking about having faith, holding energy. And when we're like, okay, here's my desires and I'm going to put them out there and I believe I can have it. But really that underlying belief is I can have it if I make it happen. That's a very different energy of I can have it if I go out and get it and hustle versus I have this desire and I can show up and take the inspired action, but I can also sit in the place of deep knowing and trust that I can also surrender. Yeah. And I think we should dive deeper into this because I think there's probably a lot of people out there that are thinking like, well, yeah, So I create a desire and then like, I can't just sit on the couch and watch Netflix and like watch it come to fruition, right? So there is this balance between the masculine and feminine energy, the balance of doing and being and that energy of leaning back, right? That energy of going out there and creating and serving and showing up for your business, your friends, your family, your lifestyle, doing the things that you desire to do, but then also allowing yourself to shift into that pleasure mode, allowing yourself to sit back, allowing yourself to receive the gifts and miracles and opportunities and abundance and wealth that come from 
the actions that you've already taken, not feeling like you constantly have to do more, do more, do more. And I think it's that flow, right? It's that flow and it's understanding when you're in the process, like there, there's a process to this. So when you're putting your desires out there, when you're getting clarity around your desire is not the time to also step into action. When you're, you know, working on vision desires, you don't need to figure out the how at that point. It's leaning back and then trusting that there's going to be, you know, intuitive guidance, that the next piece of the how is going to unfold. So where the how doesn't come in and where the how literally fucks us is when when we're playing in desires and we're trying to attach the how right at that beginning stage. Right there, our desire doesn't feel possible just because it's our desire. We don't feel like just worthy of this desire unless it's backed by action, where when we trust the process, it's like, okay, here's my desire. I'm going to like put it out there. I'm going to calibrate to it. I'm going to magnetize it. I am willing to show up and doing what it takes to like call that desire in, but I don't have to have it all figured out. I don't need to know in this moment exactly what I'm going to do for that desire to come to me. I love that. And then after that, you can just take it day by day and lean into that inspired action, right? Lean into the, the things you feel called to do, moving your body, reaching out to new potential clients that you feel connected to or inspired by, and sending out an email when you feel like creating content or taking a day off if that's what you feel you need to do to fuel your own energy. And I think it's this place of yeah, doing that dance between like, okay, how much am I going to do? How much am I going to serve? And then how much am I going to just allow myself to be? How much am I going to just allow myself to trust that what I've done already is enough? That what I've done already is enough. How powerful does that feel? That's what allows you to get out of this constant doing mode and always feeling like, but I need to do more, like always like that next step. So then what happens when you're always focused on that next step? It's always like this calculated energy. That is not having faith. Okay. Calculated energy. I love that so much. And I think that's such a good takeaway for all of our listeners too. Like, okay, am I calculating this energy right now? Am I calculating my next move or is it just flowing out of me? This is a great, great, great example of masculine energy versus feminine energy. You know, she's just like over here, free flowing, like following her inspiration, listening to her heart and her intuition and guidance and masculine calculated energy is just like, what will I do next? How will it compute? <laughs> you know, like that's not the way that I want to be. And you know what else? When we compute every single action in our business and in our lives, the result that we desire or that we think we want to have is so calculated that we absolutely limit ourselves. And you said this on the coaching call earlier today, too. You were like, you can't trick the universe. You can't be like, I'm in this place and I'm believing and I'm putting it out there. But then there's all this calculated energy behind the scenes that you think like, but I'm not saying that. So like the universe doesn't really know this. No, the universe feels your energy, feels your vibes, feels that vibration. Oh my gosh, such a good point. Talking about that calculated movement too, I literally have perfect example of what this looked like for me over the past 24 hours. So our newest client in up level yesterday, I just felt really like her and I had talked about her joining up level a couple of weeks ago, and she had posted something and I just felt really inspired to reach out and connect with her and follow up from a place of, hey, I just want to see where she's at. It wasn't with this intention of like, ooh, I'm going to like, manipulate this conversation and book her and like, there wasn't this calculated energy, I literally was inspired by something she had posted. 
I was like, I'm going to reach out to her. And today when we, when she got back to me, she had told me she was literally waiting for a sign. She was waiting for a sign that this was her time to work with us. And my message gave that to her. So that's what following that inspired action looks like versus this like calculated energy. What would it have looked like if that was calculated? My reach out to her would have came from a totally different energy space, a totally different vibe. It would have came from this like, I want to book a client. So I'm going to reach out. I'm going to reach out to all the people that I think are on the fence about booking. There was one person that I just really felt connected to like reach out to yesterday. And regardless of if she was a yes or no for working with us, you know? Yes. So my my intention behind the reach out wasn't to like bucker, wasn't to like, you know, seal that deal. It was to support her. Exactly. And it wasn't this like, okay, you know, like I sent her the information for a program a week ago. She hasn't responded to me. My strategy is to follow up within seven days to the hour to the minute. So here's my cut and pasted follow up message. And I'm going to send this to her and, you know, expect that she books me within the next 30 hours. And when she doesn't book me within the next 30 hours, I'm going to freak out lose my shit, stop trusting the universe and think my business is a failure and (laughs) want to start all over again. Instead, you were like, yeah, I sent her the info. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to lean back and I'm just going to trust that whatever she does with this info is in her power. If this is what she wants, this is what she wants. Amazing. I can't wait. But also if it's not, then that's okay. And oh my God, to tell the absolute truth of how this message went to her yesterday, she literally posted something and it really touched my soul. I just sent her a voice note and I got about 20 seconds into the voice note and I had to stop because like emotion took over for me. There was some tears coming out because of what she had posted. So it did, it came from like a heart led place versus what you said there, like that strategy, that calculation, that like that energy we talked about in that be- in the beginning, that like make shit happen energy. The make shit happen energy just never feels good for me. Well, and this is how we used to run our business, right? So based on strategy, so based on, have you done that? Have you done this? Did you follow up? Have we like sent her the enough information? Maybe we should send her more. Maybe we should do this, you know? And then you get to the end and you're just like, A, you feel like you've ran a goddamn marathon and you're like so exhausted. You have no energy or excitement left about your program. And you're just like, oh my gosh, like how do people do this? You know? I literally feel like I just ran a marathon hearing you ask all those questions. I'm like, wow, what? No, stop. You're like, stop, please. God damn it. Just stop. I know. (laughs) And there's so many people in the world who run their business that way. Oh, well, within 24 hours, I'll just, I'll check back with her again. I'll check back again. I'll send her another sales page. How about that? Ooh, I'll change the offer slightly because what my mind is telling me is that it's too expensive for her. So what I'll do is I'll I'll offer her a pretend early bird rate. I'll just discount it for her, right? And you're sitting over there making up all these stories in your head about the 51 reasons why your client isn't responding to you and hasn't booked you yet and isn't in love with your offer. Meanwhile, Your dream client is at home with a sick baby, hasn't even opened your package yet, hasn't even looked at it, or she has a nine to five day job and she has a really crazy deadline to meet, or she's on her honeymoon, you know, and she's just like really casually opening emails or checking IG. 
Like you have absolutely no idea what that person on the other side is doing with the information that you are sending. Your only job, your only job is to deliver the thing, deliver the information as crystal clearly as you can with a good, beautiful, crystal clear energy behind it, excitement, radiance, complete knowing and oh, all the vibes that the thing that you're offering is the most incredible thing for your client, that it will give her the best results in the whole wide world. You deliver the thing and then you just, you let it go. You lean back, you go live your life, you go to a yoga class, you go pick your kids up early from school, you go have a coffee with a friend. You just go do the thing and you trust that the information you gave from a beautiful heart-led place was enough. And this is why having that faith and not being attached to timeline, it's also trusting that the other person has their own process, their own way of flowing, their own way of doing things. So when you try to put that pressure on when you're trying to make them say yes, according to your timeline, when it needs to look this certain way for you, you're not allowing them to go through their own process. You're not allowing them to come to their own decision, you know, and really think about how you feel on that receiving end. And also who, what type of client do you want to work with? Do you want to work with someone who needs to be convinced, who needs to have pressure? I mean, that's not my dream client. Oh, and this is something that we've you and I have really been working on inside our business and inside FEM and the way we communicate with our clients is how do we want to be sold to? How do we want to buy? You know, do we want to buy a program from someone who very clearly has an outlined regimented sales tactic that feels the same every time that feels super calculated? When I'm being sold to, I do not want to feel like there's a robot on the other end. I want to feel like there's a human having a human experience connecting with me on a human level. Yeah. The thing that we teach in our business to our clients is leading from a heart-led place, being vulnerable, being open. And I think there's a huge strategy in that alone is living in alignment, is leading your clients the way that you lead yourself. And showcasing that you do hold yourself to this high standard. You do trust. You do have faith. You do know that the offering and the things that you have to give your clients are the best thing in the whole world for them. And people who believe, like Nike puts a commercial on TV and they trust that everyone watching that commercial is going to buy their shoes. They don't then send you a flyer. They don't then send you a coupon. They don't then post a sticker on your door. They don't then send a salesman around to your house. They don't then send you another 20% discount code just in case you didn't see the first one. You know what I mean? They just put their shoes out there. They do the high level thing and then they just leave it alone and everyone buys their shoes. And then what happens though when you're, so again, going back to the beginning of this conversation, what happens when you're in the place where it really looks like, like you're like, okay, I'm in the vibes, all the things, and it's not working. Like it's the end of the month. I had this goal, this sales goal, and I'm not near it yet. Like how do you stay in that place of trust, having faith when it really looks like things are not going your way? I mean, for me personally, I look at myself right? Rather than looking at the things I've done, 
I look at myself like, okay, how was I feeling this month? Was I actually super aligned with my offer? Was I in a place where I was consistent? Was I feeling high vibe? Did I lead myself through some hard shit? Did I give myself space? Did I back off? Did I lean in too hard? How much of the month did I spend in masculine energy versus feminine energy? Right? And rather than blaming myself for all of the things I did wrong, I look at the way I can shift. I look at the lessons that I've mm-hmm. learned that month and I think, okay, I tried that. It didn't work. What can I do better? What can I do differently next month? How can I expand and shift myself? What was my mindset? What was my energy like when I had that sales call? Was I actually invested in it or did I, did I not care? Was that actually my dream client? And this is the thing I think so many people do is that they look at the work that they've done and they figure, oh, that was trash. Oh, no one liked that. Mm-hmm. Oh, no one this, no one that. And they fill their work with criticism and self-judgment. And all we have to do is look in the mirror for one minute and ask ourselves, how did you lead yourself? How did you lead yourself? Did you expand? Did you lean back? Were you in flow? Yeah, it's literally like taking inventory of your own energy and not putting that blame outside or not thinking you weren't enough or all the things that didn't work. It's like, okay, where was my energy here? How was I showing up? And I also think super key to like nail into this too is that oftentimes, and I know this used to be me and I've shared this before that I used to not even set goals because I didn't want to be like, feel the pressure to reach that goal or I didn't want to feel bad about not reaching goal or that goal or feel disappointed. You know, when you're nearing the end of the month or when that launch is closing and you're not at that goal, can you still hold that energy beyond like, okay, the 31st of the month comes in. Maybe there's somebody who's like wanting to say yes to you and that comes in tomorrow. Are you holding that energy or are you just deeming yourself a failure? Are you just like, I sucked this month. So like no one wants to buy from me. My business sucks, blah, blah, blah. For us, what has been so crazy and wild to see in our business that's happened a lot over the years when we were really learning how to play with this energy and hold this energy, in the beginning, 50% of our sales were coming in after we closed the carton on something. 50%. And we did hold that energy. We did rock it. We did carry it with us through the doors opening, through the first day of the program starting. We were there. And I think that's a big thing because I think oftentimes people give up before the goal has even ended. Like, you know, before the timeline's even there, they give up like at the halfway point. So not only are you not carrying the energy beyond, but you're not even carrying it to the finish line. Oh my gosh. And as you're talking, I'm like, man, this applies to so much outside of business as well. You know, you start a diet to release weight off your body and you get 15 days through a 30 day challenge. And you're like, Oh, I'm not getting the results I want anyways. So I'm just going to eat this whole fucking pizza. Cause what's the point, right? Or you, you're doing a 30 day sober challenge and you get 20 days in and you're like, I don't even feel better. I feel no different. This wine looks really good. I don't even care. I'm just going to drink this wine. And you just give up because you haven't gotten the results, but you haven't even completed what you've set out to do. It's like running three quarters of a marathon 
and quitting because you know you're just like no well the end point just feels too far and this isn't as fun as i thought it was going to be so i'm just going to quit now and then you deem yourself a failure but you never like you didn't even push yourself to the finish line you didn't even keep moving your legs you couldn't even put one foot in front of the other you just quit and what about relationships you know you try to heal your marriage you try to expand into an intimate abundant pleasurable place within your marriage and the first time your partner slips up or forgets to do something with the way you asked him to you're like oh i knew this was worthless i knew i shouldn't have even tried i knew this was stupid and you give up oh my gosh i can tell you i mean i think you guys know by now through my story is that most things show up my lessons come in my marriage first and then i'm like oh this can also be applied in other areas of life this can be applied to business and this is definitely true for me was really being able to keep that faith being able to really let go of what things look like for me on my timeline time has been this like reoccurring thing for me again and again and again and really because i feel like this is where i am consistently doing the work to go beyond the limits that i place on myself it comes up on time. So when we're talking about like, you know, hitting the end of the month goals or, you know, this thing not working or not losing that weight on a certain timeline, like what is that attachment to time anyways, you know? I think that's a, such a hang up for so many people. Totally. And this is one thing I really learned with my journey on human design and really sinking into, you know, my own energetic blueprint was that actually like part of my design is to be patient and one thing I said for 30 years before I became a mom was, I don't have any patience. I told myself this story that I just like, oh, no, I don't have any patience. I want it now. I want it now. If it doesn't happen now, then I don't even give a fuck. I'm just going to go out there and find the next thing because I want it now. You know, I used to be this way with hairdressers. Like when I wanted to get my hair cut and the hairdresser I went to last time didn't have availability for like three days. I would just go find someone else who could cut my hair in 45 minutes. You know, <laughs> can I just show up now? And this is so indicative of someone who needs that instant gratification and maybe doesn't really give herself permission to sink into the place that she's at and enjoy the moment. This is that calculated energy, right? Like, no, I'm going to calculate how to make this happen for myself right now. And when I fuck it up and it doesn't work out that way, well, then I'm going to quit and I'm going to go figure out another plan. Oh my gosh. And how often does that blow up in your face when it's that calculated energy? Like how many bad haircuts did you get following using that strategy? Uh, quite a few, you know, <laughs> like mall haircuts we're talking about, you know, when you're just like, <laughs> oh, I'll just go to the mall and see who can cut my hair at the mall. There were quite a few of those for sure. And then you walked out wanting to wear a plastic bag on your head. <laughs> I honestly think at that time in my life, I didn't really care because that like <laughs> I was honestly most of the time just happier that I got it cut in that moment. Like the instant gratification was more valuable to me than like a killer haircut. Now I will wait for two weeks with two inch long roots and like dead ends the size of Texas just to wait to see my hairdresser because I want the beautiful, pristine, 
clean, long-lasting results, right? And that's a huge difference. That's been a huge shift for me over the last five years. I literally just heard this question coming in from listeners as they're here with us listening, being like, how do I know if I'm in calculated energy? It feels so hard, right? It feels forced. Okay, and and sticking with the hairdresser analogy, because why not? It's like calling your hairdresser and being like, hey, do you have availability in one hour? Like, that's the only time I can come in in one hour from now. Are you free? And she's like, well, no, I'm not free in an hour. And you're like, okay, great. Thanks. Bye. And you hang up the phone and you immediately open the phone book and you look for the next hairdresser and you call that one and she's not available either. And then you call the next one and you call the next one and you keep forcing your way through different attempts to make this result happen. And the universe keeps being like, this is not the right time. That's not the right woman. This is not the right place. This is not the right thing. And you're just like, nope, it's my way or the highway. And what I want is for this to happen right now. And you're calculating ways in your head to just make this thing happen right now, the way that you want it to until you do. And you get to the hairdresser and then you end up with a botched haircut and you're like, oh, Oh my God, how did that happen? How did I get the worst haircut? And this translates to business when you cold call your way through your friends list, when you knock on people's doors and you slam offers in their face time and time and time again. And finally, someone buys, someone says yes, and it's the worst client ever. And they don't pay you in full and they're late with their payment schedules, and they don't give you a testimonial, and they don't get the results you said they were going to get, and they end up slandering you on the internet. And you're like, but why? But why? Why did that happen? Because you you miscalculated, right? Forced energy is miscalculated energy. Feminine energy is flowy, abundant, beautiful energy that results in like such incredible, miraculous alignment and abundance and results and relationships and connection that you literally, like you amaze yourself. And if you're doing something just based on a result, if there's like this tunnel vision towards this outcome and that's why you're doing, you're in calculated energy. Okay, so Jack, you are someone who tends to be more in feminine energy You tend to kind of live in that place of flow and trust and faith. What does it look like for you to incorporate some strategy and to incorporate some of that masculine doing energy into all of the flow? Because you guys, listeners, we kind of realized a couple of weeks ago as we were doing our own mentorship with our coach and we always have conversations after and we were like, oh yeah, I'm 80% masculine, 20% feminine which I think is it's shifting really quickly for me. I think I'm probably closer to 70-30 or even 60-40 these days. But Jack is 80% feminine, 20% masculine. So as someone who has more masculine energy than feminine, I'm wondering, um, like from your perspective, what does it look like to have that right amount of calculated energy? Yeah. And so this is interesting too, before I dive in to answer that question, just to share, like this wasn't always my energy. I would say before my spiritual smackdown, I was way more masculine energy and just wanting to share that to know, like, like, as you've said, Rob, like you are definitely have been like shifting 
quickly through this. And we've talked a lot about like marrying masculine and feminine energy. So it's not like one's bad, one's good, but I definitely do operate more in a feminine flow. And that for me has just been like, you know, as I grow, as I'm expanded, as I tap more into the divine spirituality, I just have naturally stepped into a place and a big piece of that is through that trust, that surrender. So I make sure that any strategy I bring in is based on my own alignment. So it feels good. It's something that I want to carry out. It's something that I want to follow through on. It's something that doesn't feel like I'm doing it because somebody told me to, because I have to, because I need to. It just never comes from this need base. It doesn't come from this lack base. It comes from, hey, this actually really would feel good or this feels fun. It simply just isn't a forced energy. As long as it doesn't feel forced to me, as long as it feels like it's coming through me, it's flowing, it's it just doesn't feel heavy. It feels exciting. It energizes me. It doesn't feel like this weight. Yeah. It doesn't feel like something I have to do. Okay. And let's tap into this for a second because masculine energy at the end of the day will have you depleted, worn out. It leads to burnout, adrenal fatigue. So many of our clients are just like, oh my God, my business is just wearing me out. Like I've built this six figure empire. I'm like doing the thing, but I'm so fucking tired. I like don't know how to grow from here. It's unsustainable. I've limited myself. Like I just, I'm scared of growth because I don't even know how I would handle it at this point. Right? So feminine energy is the exact freaking opposite. Feminine energy, when you operate in your business, in your life from this place is like, oh, I'm going to take a walk before I record my podcast. Oh, I'm going to message this girl that I just thought of on that walk because I remember she said she needed coaching and I would love to align with her. I'd love to serve her. So then you send her a message and she writes back and she's like, oh my God, yes, this is the perfect time. I'd love to book your one-to-one. Let's do it. And then from there, you're so excited. So you show up and do a live and you do a live and you talk about how you just followed your intuition and booked a one-to-one client. And you talk about your mastermind and how bomb your mastermind is. And then you have two people message you for details about your mastermind. And then you follow that flow. And then you go for a coffee with your girlfriend and you have this idea to start a podcast. Like this is how feminine energy works, right? It's constantly inspired. It's constantly in creation. It's constantly receiving opportunities and pleasure and joy and celebrating. And then at the end of the day, rather than feeling depleted because you're following this calculated strategy you're like, Oh my God, I just got guided through the most beautiful day. I made $5,000. It basically felt like I wasn't working. I sent out an email that was amazing. I connected with all these beautiful people and you actually, every single one of those things you did that day gave you energy. So now you get to the end of your day and you're no longer depleted and worn out and overextended. You're like, Oh my God, I get to wake up again tomorrow and like do it all over again. And I was that person for a long time in our business when I was trying to operate in masculine energy. And this was a big shift for me. Now I feel very intentional about when I step into masculine energy. So one thing I have is like this back burner list. I've been talking about this a lot on Insta this week, actually, about really just focusing on 
the three things I desire to do that I would do, like, even if I was making a bajillion dollars and didn't need to like do this anymore, I would still like, what are the things I would desire to do? I would desire to show up and record this podcast with you, to coach my clients to have breakthroughs and to create connection on social media. So those are my three things that I focus on. That's where I put my energy. That's where I let it flow. That's where, you know, I show up when it feels good in this divinely guided place. And then I have a back burner list of all the things that, because there's obviously still things to like do in our business at certain times. I used to let the back burner list take the priority. And now it's, I literally call it my back burner list. And sometimes I'm super intentional because I'm like, Last week was a perfect example. My husband's been gone for three weeks. He was coming home. I was like, okay, I know. Like, I just want to, it'll feel so good to have all of these things cleared off, off my plate before he comes home so we can spend time together, time as a family, all the things. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to like step into this energy and like get shit done today. And I just like went through that whole list and was like, yep, this feels good to like check things off, to knock it out, to step a bit more into that masculine energy. I love that. Your back burner list. That's so good and so valuable for so many people, I bet. Because when we put our to-do list and our tasks at the forefront before pleasure, before conversation, before connection, before creation, we still get to the end of the day and we feel lonely. We feel unproductive in so many ways. We feel unfulfilled. We feel like we haven't done the thing that we're actually here to do. We feel like we're just doing the doggy paddle trying to get by. And sometimes things sit on that back burner list for a couple of days. Sometimes they sit on that back burner list for a couple of weeks. There's some things on there that have been there probably for a month or two and maybe they never get done because maybe they continually sit on that back burner list. They're not my priority. Or maybe one day I'm like, yep, you know, I'm ready to dive into this again. So I'm not like forcing all the things to happen. Yeah, I love that. And what a great way to tell, you know, like what's feeling aligned with you in this season and what's feeling aligned with you today or tomorrow. And I love that. What a great tool, Jack. Back burner list, guys. Yeah, so good. It was such a game changer. I mean, Rob, you obviously like witnessed me go through this transition of being in the do, do, do more mode. Do, 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 do. Okay, you guys. I feel like I'm writing a little jingle over here. All right, you guys. So what to do when you feel like things aren't going your way, when you feel depleted and worn out and burnt out from your situation, when you feel like you've lost the faith, can you challenge yourself to sink into flow? Can you lean back? Can you look around you and anchor into the things that you have accomplished? Look around you. Everything that is in your life was created by you your bank account, the door that you get to open and close, the sheets on your bed, the children, the business, the journals full of ideas and dreams and thoughts, they have all come from you, your mind, your soul, your body. You have done so much more in this world than you give yourself credit for. And when you get into that space of really seriously lacking trust and you're just treading the water, feeling like you're not enough, like you don't belong here, I challenge you and I invite you to look around at everything that has worked out for you and to anchor back into that place of trust and knowing that everything that is in your life is happening for you. And it will come when you align yourself with the thing that you desire. If you're ready to do this work with us, if you're ready to lean in, if you're ready to balance your masculine and feminine energies, if you're ready to up-level your income, if you're ready to figure out what's 
doing and what's, you know, shooting all over your business and stealing the joy and possibility, then please get in touch with us. We have so many opportunities for you to be in our energy, to learn from us and to be mentored by two women who are here in this space making multiple six figures in a way that feels so fucking good. It fuels us. It fuels us enough to continue to serve you each and every day. So please get in touch with us on Instagram at For the Wild Femme or email us. What's our email address? Rise at ForTheWildFemme.com. It sure is. And guys, this is our driving force behind what we do. We are here to rise together. And exciting announcement, if you missed it this week, is that we have just launched our Facebook group, Wild Femmes. So if you are, you know, sitting here every week, just waiting for the next Thursday episode to come out, come join us there. We are showing up there, giving our value every single day. It's like, podcasts with our faces. We're live in there. This community is expanding. This is an invitation for you guys to join us. So we will see you in there. Thank you so much for joining us today. There really is nothing better than bringing a group of grown-ass women together. So go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and come get real with us every week as we spit our truths and get ready to rise. And if you know other women down to get real, please do us a favor and share this episode on the socials. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at ForTheWildFemme so we can give you a shout out. Instagram is definitely our favorite place to hang. So come join the combo there and we'll see you back here each and every Thursday. Thank you so much for being here. Get ready to rise.